tap into the psychology of engagement and more. This is where we talk about life, learning, and everything in between. This is the Lifelong Podcast, a show for those of you who love to ask why. Because we're marketers. It's because we're coaches. It's because we're change makers. Each week, we dive into the big questions and explore the psychology of engagement with strategies, tactics, and special guests along the way. Now, here's your guide, the visibility hacking queen herself, Coach Molly. Hey, visibility hackers, and welcome back to this episode of the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from visibilityhacking.com, and today we're talking about self-directed learning. Yes. Okay, so this season of the Lifelong Podcast, if you're new here, we are talking about the psychology of engagement. This is a season for all of your course designers, your coaches, your digital marketers, your instructors, your program designers, and so much more because we're going to be diving in not only to different psychological tricks and tools that you can use to help make sure that your students and your your clients are getting those tangible results, not only from your program, that specific skill that you're teaching, but they're also then able to apply that that same learning to different aspects of their life or their business. This is how we create deep communities. This is more than just following an attractive character. This is developing into that best character as well. There's so much tied into this. That's why we've decided to spread it out throughout the entire season and not just do one episode about it. So follow along. You can subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can watch us in video format on our YouTube page. And you can become an official visibility hacker today at visibilityhacking.com. Self-directed learning is something that has changed my life. um, And I guess I should start by sharing that story with you guys. So when I was in high school, I started out at a traditional high school, the one down the street from my parents' house. um, And I just didn't fit in. That formalized structure just wasn't for me. I was the kid who would finish my history essay in 15 minutes and then just spend the next couple hours deep diving on some other topic that might be tangentially related. I was very much that overachiever. I had this different way of thinking and I really was bored with what was happening in my classroom. And so I started by looking for courses online. This is back many, many years ago, long before we had a lot of online options. And what I found just wasn't meeting um, the the course requirements that I needed in order to, to graduate quicker. And so what I ended up doing was I fell upon this alternative school, the school that allowed us a completely different philosophy when they were teaching. And I talk about this school so often because it literally changed my life. And at this school, we as students were individually challenged by our teachers to do things that were going to push us each on that individual level. And I've talked about this before. In my my final year of school, we had a uh, presentation that we needed to give. 
in English class. And for me, um, I, I like to talk. It's not too difficult for me, but for my best friend, um, getting up in front of the class and just asking a question um, was difficult enough. So my friend was given a much shorter presentation compared to my extensively long one. Uh, but that was because it, in, it challenged us each from the, the space that we were when we walked in. And I thought that was really, really interesting. Our learning outcomes were both the same. It's just the path we needed to take was different to get there. And that is self-directed learning in a nutshell. Yes, that example that I gave you is, is a lot more structured because it existed within a classroom framework, um, but it allowed for, um, for the same learning to happen. And my journey on that project um, was really fantastic. And we were able to connect. Uh, I had 24 hours that I had to talk for. 24 hours. That's an entire month of English class. And what my project was on, it was on poetry, uh, Canadian contemporary spoken word. Um, and throughout the different days that my presentation was going on, at, at some points I had brought in poets um, to present to my to the class. In other times, I brought different poets in to help workshop with the students. I ran workshops with the students. We created a listening room where um, for an entire day's worth of presentation, we sat in a dark room and just listened um, to these, these poets and listened to these pieces. And I tried to use different ways of learning to help connect with the people who learn better by listening, to connect better with those who learn better by reading, to connect better with those who learn better by doing. Um, and it was through that process that I realized the power in self-directed learning. So we're going to talk about what we need in order to build a self-directed learning program, what we need to think about when we're putting this into our programs. We know that they are powerful. We know that when our students are inspired to make that change, if you work in the entrepreneurial space, these are the people you're going to find, the people who are determined and motivated to make change. And that they have recognized that they need to learn something in order for that change to happen. You and your program are the catalyst for that change in this person's life or this person's business. And that is a really important place for you to be. That is something you need to honor. And you need to honor that by knowing what the correct steps and pathways and things that you need to keep in mind to actually help your people achieve that incredible result. Are you ready? So there's four things that we need to make sure that we have before the project even begins. Or we, while the project, uh, while self-directed learning is going on, there's four things we need to think about. And the first thing before it, anything, any actual learning happens, is we need to assess the learner's readiness. We're talking about that motivation. We're talking about them having that sense of autonomy. And I know I talk about autonomy a lot. It's the idea that our students are staking claim. They are having ownership. They have the ability to change the space around them with the skill that they are learning. When we are able to understand that our students are actually motivated to push forward, they have that self-discipline to be able to actually do that. They have the ability to communicate with us and to share what they are learning, share what they are struggling on so that we can help them through that journey. Once we assess that this is the right fit for them, then we're ready to rock and roll.
The next thing we need to keep in mind in this process is setting goals. I talk about setting goals in with so many different learning styles, but this is important if we actually want to achieve something. So if you've designed your program correctly, you have tangible results that you know you can get your people. So that can be part of the goal system. The other part of setting goals is understanding the reality of where you are when you're starting. And this can be really hard for people to do. It requires self-reflection. It requires them to go, all right, where am I? What is the reality of my situation? And how, what do I need to do in order to move through that? And hopefully your program is the solution for them to get from where they are to where they want to be. We're talking here about creating the right sequence for them to learn this stuff. We're talking about understanding timelines for learning. We're talking about making sure that we have the materials we need to learn this. So when you're creating your courses, make sure you have a resource page so that they have what they need to accomplish this project. We also want to make sure that we have um, a timeline of when meetings are happening so that they know when they can ask for feedback and what that process is going to look like. Now we get in to really, really rocking it, the actual process of learning. So we've identified where we are, we've identified where we want to be, and we figured out that there are things we need to learn in order to get there. This is where we actually go do that. This is where we start studying and learning and deep diving and binging on YouTube videos. But hopefully this is where they're actually diving into your content to learn more about what they need to learn. A great format as a digital marketer or as a course designer in the digital space, the greatest thing that you could build if you're creating self-directed learning into your programs is to build a resource vault. Create a space like a Netflix style style experience so your students can go in and learn about live streaming stuff. They can learn about the psychology of engagement if they need to. They can build their foundations and understand who they are and build those stories. These are things that you can do in the visibility vault from visibilityhacking.com, for example. We have a vault for our students to go, all right, do I need to learn about Facebook ads? Well, that's where I need to be. Do I need to learn about building my authority and, and presenting myself as a better attractive character? Well, there's resources for that. Do I need to really understand how to create a webinar and how to do it in an effective way that's going to lead to conversions? Well, we have a path for that as well. Creating an actual environment that allows your students to have that self-directed learning experience is vital if you actually want this to happen in your programs. You want people to keep coming back to that space to learn instead of just signing into your course once, looking at it and going, I don't like that pace, that doesn't work for me, and never coming back. You want to get results for your people. You want them to feel that accomplishment from your program because you want them to then evangelize your brand. You want them then to recommend you to the next person they meet on their journey that is facing that same challenge. You want them to talk about your experience, your brand, the experience they had with your brand in a positive light. And that comes from actually helping them solve the problem that they've identified they have. Helping them get those goals. We also need to look at there's different levels of engaging in that content when we're deep diving. So you could at, at one level, you could be very strategic and you could say, all right, I need to know X, 
Y, and Z. And those are the strings that you're connecting when you're learning about something. So this is where you're creating that list of tasks or lists of topics that you need to deep dive. We also could do a very surface level approach. And this is when you're like deep diving on Wikipedia, for example. You're just browsing through, you're clicking on the links, you're getting this understanding of how the system works. Um, but you're not really becoming an expert on any of it. You're just getting that high level understanding. So that's when we take a surface approach. But we can also do a deep approach and we can look at information in a, in a linear fashion and we can say, all right, I need to know absolutely everything about this particular topic. And actually, a lot of people will go through their learning process and they'll use just one of these strategies. But it's when we find a blend of all three of them that we're able to first identify that strategic understanding of what do I need to know? Or you can do the surface level and you understand what is the basic information? What is the 50,000 foot view? Then from there you go, okay, strategically, these are the points of information I need to go much deeper on and then go deep on those. That's when you blend all three of those types of learning and you get really, um, you get the right kind of information that is relevant to you or for your students. They are able to get the information that is most relevant to them. So thinking about your course structure and the resources you're creating, think about do you have that surface, do you have content that gives them that surface level understanding? Do you have content that allows them to understand the strategy of why you create the third point deep dive resources on the skills that they need to have? I think of it like a Jeopardy board in many cases where you have the different columns, the different things that they're going to need to learn, right? The different topics. Some of them have a $100 value while some of them have an $800 value, right? So the amount of depth of that knowledge. If your students are able to get a tangible result by just the $100 questions, by just getting that surface level understanding of everything, that's awesome. But the deeper you dive the information, the more specific it becomes, the better they get, the better your student gets at doing that task. If you think about it, if you think about your information in terms of a Jeopardy board, you can have students who come in who I think I've mentioned this before, either this episode or a previous episode where we talked about um, having a, your tangible result being you can help people get uh, more views on their YouTube page, but you have a student who's just starting their page and then you have someone who's looking to really skyrocket what they already have built. So two different levels of experience, right? So you want to be able to create resources that are going to meet the needs of all of those students. Some students require deeper information than others. Having Thinking about a Jeopardy board is how you really make sure that you're filling in all of that information. So the last thing that we need in our self-directed learning program is space for an evaluation, a space where you allow your students to actually evaluate, debrief, think about what they've actually learned. Because when you do that, when you reflect back on what's already happened, you find that self-confidence in your skill and you say, wow, 
I started out here and now I've actually reached this tangible result. That's awesome. Now I can apply that learning moving forward. Are there things that I learned that can help me accomplish that next step that I need to take? It's looking at how did I use materials? What action steps did I take? What problems did I come into and how did I overcome those? Or, or did I actually walk away from them? Can I, is that for the next challenge? Is that the next challenge for me to overcome? So looking for those spaces of self-reflection um, because the learning model just continues around in a circle again. Because say, say you started out in the program as a student who has no YouTube channel whatsoever. You've gone through this process and now you have your first few views on your channel. You've set it all up. Now you're ready for round two. Your identification of your, your assessment of your readiness to learn is going to be different. Maybe you're, you're settled where you are right now and you're going to focus on a different area of your business. Or maybe you're on fire and you're excited and you really want to take that next step and really push it to the next level. Well, now you're going to be going deeper and deeper into that Jeopardy board, right? Deeper dive into that same information the more rounds you go through this. So it's understanding that at any point in, once you've finished a cycle, you can step out of the game. You can stop being part of the self-directed learning model. Um, but if you really want to be in, if you're a ride or die and you really want to change the world, you're going to continue continue that cycle over and over and over again, always starting with understanding what am I, what are my motivations, setting those goals, going out and learning that stuff, and then reflecting back on what was it you learned and how can you move forward better. Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, and it gets faster and it becomes a daily, um, a daily habit and part of a ritual for many people. So self-directed learning is so important not just as things that we need to create in our programs, but also as a way for us as people who, who believe in self-development, who believe in pushing ourselves forward in becoming the best versions of ourselves, we need to take on this model as well. So lead by example, my friends, become the connoisseur of the self-directed model um, and show your students that this is the greatest way to learn as well. Oh, so excited. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from visibilityhacking.com, and I would love if you visited me at visibilityhacking.com and became an official visibility hacker. We got tons going on in the community, and I can't wait to share it all with you. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I will see you in our next episode. Until then, remember, I love you and be excellent to each other.